Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student, 10 years later sees the error of his ways. My guest today is an improviser, an actor, an author, and a podcaster, Will Hines. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm having an all right day. Um, an all right day. <laughs> it's nice weather. Um, I've had some good coffee. It's 1 p.m. where I am. So I'm about at the midpoint and I feel pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You're having good weather. So like here we've had like ridiculously hot weather for the last week and a half and today it finally rained and we're all so happy oh, right, right, yeah yeah i've heard you guys are having a heat wave yeah it's been too much it's been like nearly like it's been 36 to 37 degrees which <laughs> is like i don't know near, like near on 100 degrees there i think yes yes uh, i live in los angeles so even when it gets very very hot here which it does there's like no humidity it's very dry heat yeah um so it's like really never bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think last time like i i didn't bring this up before but like you you've been here like a bunch of times as well and you came yes. I, I you you did to actually teach me a workshop once uh, uh but you came in like october time yes and uh i guess like that's that's the ideal weather for me i like that kind of weather <laughs> i've had good luck when i visited london it's been like nice weather i mean i've had rainy days here but nothing like too bad and there's always some blue sky mixed in so i've had i have a, i've had an unfairly good representation of london weather i think <laughs> how long since you've been here it's been a while i think 2018 i think i was there last i'd like to go oh, again yeah, as, soon so as, literally, like, as soon as traveling can happen again i'm itching to get back yeah you gotta come back gotta do some more i'm gonna do like a little again. uk tour i want to see dublin again and i'd like to go up to edinburgh mm. and i want to spend some time in london too that'd be great yeah, yeah. Just definitely have to keep an eye out for that as well when you do. Um, I'll make noise about it on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Whether people um, want me to or not. <laughs> I'm sure people want you to. Yeah. The last, last ones you did here were like sellouts. So. Oh, that's lovely. I hope that happens again. That'd be great. <laughs> um, so the movie you picked today was uh, you decided to go for Flashdance, which <laughs> I thought was... A, a very surprising choice. Yeah. I was not expecting you to suggest suggest that movie. Yeah. Um, well, how, why were you surprised? I it's mean, I, I could I, think... I could guess why, but like, what? It's just not a movie. I think I think of anyone picking. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's just... your impression of? You've never watched it, right? I'd never seen it until yesterday. Okay, so before you watched it, what was your general? Did you have any impression of it at all? I mean, I'd seen I'd seen the famous dance scene at the end mm -hmm. like i'd seen that and i uh i knew that she was a welder and that was about it <laughs> that's pretty good I, I think that's actually yeah. pretty deep knowledge I, I... <laughs> but it's and then i also knew the music from it because the music's so synonymous with it as well that you, it, yeah. it's impossible to avoid it yes whether it's... you want to or not right yeah it's a super <laughs> 80s it's like one of the most 80s soundtracks yeah. you can have yeah it's a great soundtrack to be honest I think it's pretty great. I, I love the music. I still, I yeah. do. I love it. Um, so what is your actual history with it then? What's okay. The so the, this, the reason I picked it is it's like a sentence. So it came out in 1983 and I was 13 that year. So I think I, well, I like this movie and it's like just because of when I saw it, I, I think I saw it when I was 14 or something. 
Mm. It was on cable, and it was like a bit of a naughty movie for me to watch. Like, yeah, they talk about sex say. a lot. There's like sex jokes, and um, I mean that. And I was gonna say, like, it's pretty much a male fantasy movie of like Very this so. hot welder <laughs> who like <laughs> does basically classy, well art directed strip teases for the good almost strip club in town, as opposed to <laughs> naughty, morally forbidden. Yeah. Strip teases at the bad strip club in town. Yeah. And, but I didn't like perceive, I, I didn't perceive it that way when I was like 14. It was just like the, the very mention of sex or any kind of sort of like quote unquote safe presentation of like nudity was like, was like super exciting for me when I was yeah. 14. It was like, ooh. <laughs> girls dancing and like <laughs> sexy time oh i'm not i'm not i'm not really supposed to be watching this so it was kind of like mm. a thr- i think i saw it like on cable or something yeah it was like a thrill um it's very funny because it's so tame now it's, it's very it. but you can tell it's trying to be bad you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's like trying to be like naughty but really it's like a very lame dad's version <laughs> that, of yes. like of like sex stuff like there's nothing really truly intense going on even when you go into the strip club which you do at one point it's like a very like like sort of weirdly almost rated pg sex club yeah it's so everybody's like, like well behaved and safe and and just like there's no real violence or seediness going on it's like it's like what a suburban dad wants to believe the strip club world is like like everybody's kind of friendly and you know, guys are, they're a little mischievous, but they're not such bad guys. And uh, these girls, they're happy to be here doing this. And uh, they're making some good money or whatever. I don't know. Like it's, mm. But, um, yes, it's very tame by modern standards. But uh, and when I also loved the music when I was a kid. I, mm. I had the soundtrack, and I played it a million times. Um, and I, st- I still do like all those songs. I mean, they're incredibly yeah. cheesy. Like, the keyboards are in amazingly early '80s. Like you, yeah, you you can almost if you listen to the music, you could almost guess what month it came out. Not not just the, <laughs> not just that it came out in '83, oh, really? but that it came out in April of 1983. It's like really particular to that time. But um, so I picked it because I just have a sentimental attachment to it. Oh, and it was like a mm. massive hit. Like it was huge. It was a huge. Like everybody was doing was talking about the movie or playing the music mm. or doing like jokes or dressing up like Jennifer Beals, the, the main actress, the yeah. main character in the movie, the poster of it where she's kind of got her like sexy off the shoulder gray sweatshirt was like an iconic image that everybody would make fun of um, or pay homage to or mm. something. So uh, the, the title song, what a feeling was on the radio every 10 seconds for yeah. like, the next five years and so um yeah i just had like a warm feeling about it when i heard that it had like such a low percentage rating i was actually surprised i was like i was shocked as well isn't this a big hit like i everybody everybody watched this movie mm. so if it has 40 yeah, percent on it. rotten tomatoes i'm like wow i'm really surprised but no it I, has it has 34 oh good heavens well then i watched it last <laughs> night and i had not seen it since i was a teenager you know, I saw it like what, yeah. when it came out and I had not really seen it since. And I watched it last yeah. night and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a bad movie. This is a bad movie. I <laughs> I did not realize that when I was 14. It's like really stupid. <laughs> like it's an incredibly dumb movie. 
everybody's an idiot. Um, there's, there's, it's not reality in any way at all. It's mm. just a series of music videos. So I can say if I was a movie critic in 83, I'd be like, I cannot give this movie a good review. It's too stupid. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I've, I've, I'm still kind of surprised it's that low. I, I, I agree, too, because the things it does well, it does, like, very well. Like, yeah, the music is great. The dance numbers in the movie are totally unrealistic, but they are, like, really fun and cool. Like, they are, like, good music videos, as it were. Yeah, they're fun. The dances are good. <laughs> like, um, And the director, Adrian Lin. Okay, so I, I can defend this movie. So I do understand why it has a low percentage, but I am also able to defend mm. it if that's... Yeah. That's what I've been brought here to do. I can do it. <laughs> Perfect. So again, you've you said you saw, only saw it when you were a teenager, and then like yesterday, yesterday was the first time that you've yes. seen it again since. Yes, that's interesting. Like, uh, it, it just to, like to have that nostalgic feeling for it still. Yeah, and like it to was want way to, like, more tame than I remembered. I was like, oh man, here mm. we go for the sexiest movie I ever saw. Oh, <laughs> it's sort of like dad sexy. Like it's it's lame sexy, and. It's very guy. I didn't realize how guy it was. Like mm. when when we're first meeting, the, the main character is this girl Alex, and she's a hot welder who <laughs> dances sexy dances in a bar, but wishes she were like a high class ballet dancer. That's like the yeah. story of the movie. Yeah, yeah. We first meet her and her dog. She sees her dog and she's like, "Hey, did you get laid today?" That's like her joke. She says to the dog, and I'm like, mm. "What a guy joke to make to a dog." I, I don't think that's a joke that a woman would come up with. Hey, did that's you like get a fifty-year-old guy's joke? Right, right. So <laughs> when I was watching it last night, I was like, "Oh, right." I think I thought that was really funny when I was like fourteen, and now oh uh, yeah, it's written like, for a fourteen-year-old guy to yeah. Well, it worked like a charm. I loved this. Movie. Yeah, uh, um, you must have been like the perfect age. I I really do think so. It like burned into my DNA and into the chemicals of my bones to the degree where I loved it so much. And everybody my age loved it. Like it wasn't just mm. every, and really every, adults loved it. Like it was a hit. Yeah. Um, it just, so what's it, the reason you didn't see it until it came on cable? Cause I was too young, right? It was a rated R movie and you oh, couldn't see okay. rated R movies unless you were with an adult. And my parents were like, not strict, strict, but I was like a very, I followed the rules. And so I, I wouldn't yeah. go see a movie I wasn't supposed to see. Right, uh, right. That makes sense. Weirdly on cable, we were allowed to watch rated R movies. I just wouldn't go <laughs> to the theater. So when the when the rated R movies came on HBO or Showtime, I watched them. Mm. Okay. So um, it's just your parents like, I'm not going to go see this with you. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're like, I'm not taking you to see Flashdance. But then when it was on Showtime, I was like, ooh, Flashdance. Let's see what this is about. <laughs> I think I watched I it with you... my dad. Oh, Okay. And I think he thought it was funny. Like he laughed at all the lame dad dad jokes. Not that da they're not dad dad jokes, classic dad jokes, but like no, no. not the Except for like the stand up comedian that's in it. Oh right. It's kind of like... I loved him. He's oh, so dumb. I hated it. I hated him in it. He's oh Well he all he tells Polak jokes. Yeah, and like so many. lesbian jokes. Yeah. And like and then lame puns, basically. That that's yeah. like his repertoire. Yeah, that was but like he doesn't a, get a laugh until, until like he starts telling the like racist Polish jokes, and then like that's the only time he gets laughs. He breaks through with talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that meant nothing to me. I had like no context for that. Well, the movie takes place in Pittsburgh, so like he, well, yeah, we should, we got to, we have well, to pause and talk about the stand up properly. He's such an yeah, insane we'll character. We'll come back to him, I guess. Okay. Like, we'll, we'll 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 go through the movie itself, and then we'll we'll come gloss 
we'll like okay. get back to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's it's about a an eighteen year old welder. Yes. A female welder who who wants to become a ballet dancer or like wants to audition to be uh, to at this like um for a ballet school. That's right. Essentially, um, but she's like really scared to do it and everything. Um, and then she like starts. She meets this. Uh, she's like works at this steel mill, sort of strip. Uh, oh, oh yeah, oh, steel yeah. mill. At, at night she the, works at a. Um, yeah. It's a like it's a supposed to be like a blue collar guy's bar. Everyone who goes there is like regular Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. And the girls dance in alluring manners, but they're they're clothed. It's not a strip club, but it kind no, of. No, it's not it, a strip club. It, but it feels sort of like one. Like they kind of dance. It's all men in the audience, kind of gawking at them. Yeah, it's only men in the audience, and they're like kind of. They're kind of leering, but it's it's this weird thing that exists in guy movies where yeah, they're staring at young girls, but these are all right guys. These are not bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they the just, bad guys they, are the ones at the strip club. The bad guys are at the they, real strip club. These are yeah. like these are good Joes. You know, they're working their job. They want to see a pretty <laughs> lady do a little dance. Let's not be hard on these guys. That's that's the vibe. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be a friendly, nice bar. Yeah, it is the good guy bar. But yeah. the dances they do are not only sexually alluring; they're this super well art directed costume, so well directed. Lighting. Yeah. It's like a Broadway level theater is at this yes. like working class guys bar. That's the and this is like the maybe the third sequence in the movie. And when I was watching it last night, I was like, oh yeah, this is insane. This is insane mm. to think that this dance is going on in a regular bar, like with <laughs> strobe lights and. Depth perception. The strobe light one is crazy. Yeah, I, I love do not that. know what's going on with that one. I loved it. I loved it. It's a great sequence, but it's like imagine watching that in a bar. I, <laughs> I can't even imagine, and especially it's supposed to be like a dive bar where you get like a can of can yeah. of Miller and you sit down. Uh, yeah, the first dance we see is sort of one of the iconic dances of the movie, where she like mm. is doing like pretty intense abstract dance, and then like. Sits in a chair, arches her back, pulls a string, and a bucket of water splashes on her. So yeah. then she does the rest of the dance soaking wet, which is both So like, that's what I thought was the ending. And so when I saw it at the start, I was very surprised. Yes, this is like the famous dance of the film. She yeah. like splashes herself with a bucket of water and then dances kind of wet. So it's like, you know, sexy girl in a soaking wet outfit. Um, but the dancing is also really good. There was like a mm. bunch of body doubles who were professional dancers who did all the dance yeah. numbers. And yeah, the bucket of water splashing on her has become one of those movie moments that gets like mm. referred to like Deadpool, like does a parody yeah. of the dance where he pulls a lever and a bunch of empty bullet casings like yeah fall on him. And <laughs> Charlie, there was like a Charlie Brown and Snoopy special where it was like called Flash Beagle where like Snoopy <laughs> does this dance. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's like a I really iconic that. moment. Yeah. It's um, very iconic. Everyone knows that scene. Uh, it, but I just I thought it was the ending. I was like very surprised it came right at the beginning. Yeah, it's like that it was very early <laughs> in the film, um, and and it kind of sets up the tone of the movie, which is like we're not worried yeah. about being realistic. We're just going to show you cool, <laughs> yeah, music video sequences, and it's it's a good one. Like it is a yeah. really good dance and like a yeah. cool sequence. There is no way that a that a bar that serves like two dollar pints of beer is featuring <laughs> this kind of entertainment. <laughs> But have you seen um, the movie Burlesque? Yes, I have seen that. Because it was that reminded me of this. Like, I got yes. like a real vibe of the, like because it's like the the clean cut ver- dancing, yes. clean cut and, sexy dancing. 
Yeah. And at the same time, they are losing money <laughs> in the club. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so clearly expensive, all these productions they're putting on. It just made me think of yeah. that when I was watching this. Yeah, the art budget for Marbury's Bar is insane. Like, it's just... <laughs> But Marbury's is presented as the good guy bar. Like the girls who dance, yeah. they're happy to dance there. They're friends with each other. The regular Joes who are leering at all the women are nice guys, and nothing <laughs> bad happens to you at Marbury's. And the boss is a guy with a sense of humor. This is like our good guy place. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Alex, played by Jennifer Beals, the main character, the hot welder mm. who wants to be a ballet mm. dancer, her boss is like a perfect man, a like good-looking rich dude who owns the steel mill and is like. 30 years old and go I think he's like 40 oh he's I, okay he looks 30 I mean this is like one of these like <laughs> perfect people yeah the love interest of the main character is a perfect person like an ideal yeah. um does almost nothing wrong the whole film well just like you know <laughs> she gets mad at points but it's like he's just a perfect object of affection um, a lot of the things that she gets mad at are misunderstandings as well yeah, the men are never bad in this film. Mm. The men are never fully bad. Men are they're all staring at women, but these are good guys. Like that's one of the messages of the film. <laughs> guys guys who lust after young pretty girls, these are good guys. That's like one of the messages of the film. <laughs> Unintentional. That was the one maybe. I mean, like the one thing that really creeped me out was the age difference between her and him. Right. He's supposed to be forty I think he I looked it up. He's supposed to be thirty six and she is thirty six, okay, she's, and she's eighteen. She's eighteen. First of all, 36 is pretty young to own a steel mill, I want to say. Yes, very That's young. pretty, pretty <laughs> crazy. That's inherited. But <laughs> she she is, I think she was 20 years old when she made this film, and she could yeah. look like early 20s. He could look yeah. like 30. It does not look apparently. They could have made it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't look like, that far off It doesn't look like a thing where it makes your eyebrow. It doesn't look like bad. It doesn't look like, what's this looks creepy. No, no, no. But when you, when you learn, oh, she's just out of high school, yeah, and he is in his late thirties and has been married once. That's a weird thing yeah. that nobody mentions or has a problem with in the film. No, it's not an issue whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but they like the first time she's he sees her properly is that um, when she's doing her dance at her, the club. her iconic water splashing dance at Marbury's. Yeah. yeah, is it Marbury's? Yeah, he sees her for the first. I, I don't. I didn't write Mar-bees. down the name of the club. Marbies. Mar- Marbies. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, then, it's so, like, love he, at first sight or lust at first. Yeah, sight, at least. lust definitely lust at first sight. And uh, he makes some like kind of bet bet with his best friend, I guess. Like, yeah, his friend is trying to make him bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers Pittsburgh Steelers game. That's the football team of Pittsburgh, and um, and the guy wants the our rich young love interest boss to give him favorable odds. And I don't understand mm. odds, but it's like give me three. Give me uh, three. I'll give you three for the Cowboys. No, three and a half. Come on. Oh, no. Yeah, I really did not understand what I'll they were saying. I'll only give you three. I want three and a half. Give me three. <laughs> then they see Alex do her um, sexy dance. Yeah. And the guy's like, what if I give you information on her? He's like, I'll give you a six, which whatever that means. <laughs> I guess it's like a good Six bet. to one, maybe? Who knows? I think I it means know. like you can win by six points. I can win by six points and I still have to pay you money or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I forget how it works. But um, – <laughs> The guy's like, uh, I know her. She works for you. She's your employee. So this is a movie about that says sexual harassment is good. Uh, 36-year-olds should date 18-year-olds, and it would be really good for the 18-year-old to date the 36-year-old. Mm. Things, things work out if you do that. 
Yeah. He can teach us so much. And she should <laughs> really be sexy all the time. <laughs> show off her body a lot of the time. And um, 13-year-old me was like, yes, this is a good movie. I love this. This is, I, I'm on board. <laughs> You're like, I'm 18 in five years. I can date a 36-year-old. Yeah, this is going to work out for me. I'll be super sexy <laughs> and just pick up a rich 36-year-old. Um, but, but he, yeah, he, he approaches her at work and says hi to her uh, for the first time. She like, won't do it because she has morals. She's like, no, I don't date the boss. Yeah, so which is also logical. Don't date the boss of a steel mill. Uh, your boss, that's W your age. Yeah, uh, but then she he wears her down by um, just being persistent just and asking, oh, following her home, being really interested. Yeah, he fo- yeah he follows her home. He follows her home and like talks to her at her doorstep. Uh, yeah, things that are like super creepy, but the movie presents them as like cute and romantic. Like we're mm. they're not the energy is not malicious we're no. watching and like smart enough to be like that's this guy's bad news this is bad behavior but <laughs> the movie it's like it's cute and romantic he loves her he's just yeah. he's got the best of intentions he's a super rich good-looking dude what's her problem mm. um also her ro- her home is huge she has a huge place right every location in the movie is beautiful yeah um, and she lives like in a warehouse place that she's she's supposed to be super poor right she like lives in a warehouse yeah. she bicycles everywhere because she doesn't have a car yeah but her place is beautiful like i would love to live there yeah a a dot a silicon valley millionaire would be happy to live in this loft yeah. that she <laughs> set up by herself um but that is one of the i mean strengths of the movie is that it's beautiful like everything looks really cool like, mm. um but it's made to look in a rundown, like the whole rundown, the cool, to, rundown, yeah, chic, yeah, you know, like yeah, rundown, chic. Like, I mean, like it, it's it's, like, the, it's it's that poor, it's that like working class energy throughout the whole movie that they try and present, but it makes it still looks nice at the same time. Yeah, well, this is the weird thing about the director Adrian Lin and about this movie. So, like, yeah, the movie's unrealistic. He's twice her age. Lots of dudes leering at young women, and it's presented mm. as just regular Joes being nice guys. The logic of the movie is insane and dumb. Um, but then I think the two, there's like three basically big strengths. One is the music yeah. and the accompanying music sequences are great. Absolutely. That's like the strength of the movie. The second thing is like the whole movie looks good. Like yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. looks cool. Her apartment mm. looks cool. They, they show scenery of her bicycling to work is really, it just looks beautiful. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that's really nice that I did not remember. And I only remembered when I watched it yesterday is, is there's lots of like nice little human moments Mm. like that have good sense of humor done by like really good character actors. Mm. Like when she tries to get an application, she picks up an application from the ballet school and the secretary is sort of condescendingly going through the requirements. Like, please write down (laughs) all of your previous ballet training, starting with this. And then she leaves and the rich boyfriend has followed her there and mm. asks what was going on. The secretary in that in the interim has started to eat a sandwich and her mouth is like full of food. And she's like embarrassed at this good looking man walking. Yeah. Up to the, but it's like truly funny. It's like re, a, a really genuinely is, yeah. funny moment <laughs> where she's like trying to finish this mouthful and talk to him. There's that interaction that Alex and her best friend, uh, Sonny, 
have mm. with a traffic cop in Pittsburgh who's directing traffic. That's great. That's so... I and really enjoyed all those moments. I think that was like a real guy in Pittsburgh who did all this... Oh. Who would like direct traffic in a very jokey way and pretend to trip the buses as they drove by <laughs> and play violins and solemnly salute police cars when they went by. <laughs> so like there's just a silent sequence of Alex and sunny interacting with this guy that's like really mm. fun and warm and cool there's like a lot of those moments in this movie yeah i think i what i really enjoy as well is that the way they set up so they set up a lot of her like dance moves her picking everything up throughout the whole movie yes she and... watches a guy do break dancing yeah there's a big sequence and that in itself is a cool sequence of these two guys doing break dancing but yeah. but it's then great. she's incorporated those moves into her final dance that is mm. that's pretty that's fun yeah I thought it, I think it works really well. Um, so like you first like once she goes to her home, she find you uh, you see her like watching ballet on TV. We know that she's first, obsessed with like, ballet. Yeah, so we get it immediately. And then and we she's see like that trying she trying to meets... kind of mimic it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's imitating the moves at home. Uh, and then we see her mentor. She meets Hannah, who's this old yeah. woman, like a grandmother type, that she mm. somehow is friends with, who used to be a dancer when she's young. <laughs> And yeah. this woman is like encouraging Alex to be a dancer and apply to the school and dream her dreams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's I I really enjoy all the scenes with Hannah. Yeah, there was, I really like them. In addition to all these kind of just like sexy time for dads, you know, weird overproduced music videos. There's all these like really nice human moments that kind of sneak yeah. up on you. Yeah, I think it's really heartwarming to like see that connection between the two of them and like to see the the mentorship. I think this uh, is what the off. critics don't give it credit for. The critics are basically coming down hard on for how stupid <laughs> the main story is, uh, how yeah. I think just like shallow the love is of the main characters. Mm. But they're not giving it credit for like all these moments, like the conversations between Alex and Hannah are like good. They're like really moving and sweet mm. and nice, and these actors are really good. Um, yeah, I think Jennifer Bills is is decent in this. I don't have an issue with her in it. Uh, she's well cast, I think. Uh, she she does her job really well. I don't get the yeah. Actually, I, I I'm 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 being unfairly reserved. She <laughs> she's good in this film. <laughs> I think her main job is like be beautiful, but yeah, she also has to like get mad at her boyfriend for no reason and then forgive him right away and mm. be scared to apply at the ballet school and then be very sweet to everybody because she's the good guy and yeah, she she does a lot of turns she does yeah she has she does well with what she's given i feel like yeah um yeah that's true so we <laughs> see that she really wants to be a ballet dancer we we meet her mentor hannah who's yeah. encouraging her to be a real dancer but then yeah. we see her go to the ballet school Mm. In, in an effort and to she, pick up the application and she's so intimidated by yeah. how rich and rarefied and well-trained everybody is that she it's doesn't the training even... i think really don't i noticed that with her she's like when when everyone's when whenever she said about the training and let, write down all the schools you've trained that and everything that's when it really clicks with her oh i'm not prepared for this and she I, leaves like, it, without even getting this. an application yeah um and so that's like the central yeah, struggle. It says that she her. doesn't think she's good enough, but she thinks she's good. She thinks she's only good enough to be, uh, to dance at this like halfway strip club sort of yeah. situation. And so the theme of this movie is like, do you follow your dreams? Because we meet all these characters yeah. mm. who are young people trying to decide to get the courage to pursue their dreams. Mm. So there's, there's her, Alex, the welder who wants to be a ballet dancer, or I should say the art dancer in a dive bar who wants to be a ballet dancer in a ballet school. 
Then yeah. there's her friend Summer, who is a Summer, waitress yeah. at the or Sunny, who's a waitress at the bar that. But she wants to be an ice skater, a figure skater. Yeah, and she's like well on her way to being one as well. Yeah, we see her in an exhibition, but she fails and does badly. Mm. And she has Which a is... big public humiliation where she falls on the ice and can't get up or won't get up because she she falls a couple times, and she refuses yeah. to get up. And so Alex watches her fail, and it's this huge public humiliation. Mm. It's like in front of her parents, in front of her boyfriend, in front of her best friend. Yeah. Like she felt, and, and in front of all the judges and everything. So it's like a huge deal to have failed in front so of everyone. So that scares Alex. Like, oh, this is what mm. happens when you go for your dreams. You humiliate yourself. Yeah. Then there's the stand-up comic. His name is Richie, boy, boyfriend of Sonny. Yeah. And he's, whether, he's wondering whether he should try to go to L.A. to be a real stand-up, <laughs> which there's no way he should, right? He's, <laughs> he is so bad. He has a almost a learning disability level of what he thinks <laughs> a sense of humor yeah. is. Like, he tells, he's the only person laughing at his jokes. Uh, this was like a type of character in 80s movies, the wannabe really, yeah. stand-up comic, where they yeah. all looked like Howie Mandel, mm. and they had like funny hats. And they're often like the harmless best friend of the main character. Mm. Um, stand-up comedy was like a thing that everybody was like fascinated with. Maybe still, yeah. but I, I just remembered at that time, like the movie Fame, which came out a couple years before. Mm. There's a wannabe stand-up comic. There's often there's all these these guys who like want to make it in comedy or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's so bad that. But the, what the movie presents him as is a sweet kid is doing his best, even though all his jokes yeah. are like Pollock jokes or whatever. Yeah, I do. I, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why there's so many of those in this movie, and it it made me really. Un- that's the one thing that made me like really uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it's the same way. Like, what would it? What is sexy in a safe way to dads in the suburbs? What are like naughty, edgy jokes? Yeah to like dads in the suburbs and it's like Polish jokes. Yeah. I mean, I think it's supposed to be that this guy's edgy and (laughs) raw, but really he's complete, complete idiot. He is. Yeah. There's, there's something really wrong with him. And (laughs) I think he's great. I think he's great. And I want to see a DVD of his full routine. I think there should be (laughs) deleted scene where we get to see 45 minutes of Richie's Netflix special. I would like to see his performance when he went to LA. Yeah. <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. Just to see the LA crowd reacting to it. But I guess the theme of the movie is should these people pursue their dreams, right? Like and they're all <laughs> scared to do it. He absolutely should not pursue that dream. Yeah. Um Yeah. Everyone else, yeah, sure, you can pursue that dream. Yeah, You're Sonny's a good figure enough. skater. Yeah. And Alex is a great dancer. Yeah. But that's it, right? There's nobody else who's like really pursuing I guess the um Everybody else's dream is to have sex with young pretty girls. Like, there's the yeah, owner Nick's, of the strip Nick's club. Dream. <laughs> yeah, he wants to date Sonny. Ugh. And um, he's and, so like over the oh, top. Nick, Nick wants to date Alex, but, right? Nick, yeah. the owner of the steel mill. But there's the owner of the strip club who wants to date Richie's girlfriend. Yeah, and, and he's so over the top. Right, he's a complete bad guy. Every time he opens his mouth, he says something sexist or sexual yeah. or mean or bullying and. Mm. Throwing his money, and he's like, around. "Oh, I'm just kidding around. I'm just joking." Yeah, yeah. Um, but he wants the both of them to join. He also wants like Sunny, Sunny, and Alex to join the strip club as well. So there's, like, there's a rival. That whole there's thing. a rivalry yeah. between good guy mobbies where they do these mm. art directed music videos, and whatever his name is, strip club where it's just show your tits, ladies. Mm. Make some <laughs> real, make some real money. 
It's uh, Johnny. Johnny Johnny's C, his name. Yeah. yeah. Johnny and uh, Cecil. Cecil. Yeah. Uh, like his little assistant, like his, his little friend guy. Yeah. yeah. His si- <laughs> his silent little thug. Who ends up uh, beating up uh, Richie. Uh, Richie later. Yeah. He attacks Alex and they attack Alex and Richie and uh, <laughs> and, they, like, and then like Richie gets punched in the face and like his nose breaks and then yeah. Nick is just standing off to the side. It's like cut it out. And yeah, then Nick just shows up and by saying cut it out, Johnny C backs off. Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, thank you so much, Nick." And then <laughs> Richie just walks off. <laughs> yeah, sorry about your nose. See you later, dude. Uh, yeah. thanks for saving that... the day. Good looking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that made me laugh. That yeah. <laughs> he literally he's leaning on his car and he's like, "Cut it out." <laughs> yeah, that's all he does. <laughs> um, and then he immediately follows her home. Right, this is where he follows her home and, <laughs> in a sweet um, romantic gesture, stalks her. Yeah, it's and it, very and it, stalker and is rewarded. It works. Yeah, because uh, she agrees to a date with him. Yeah, she goes on a date with him, and they go to um. They, the the date is going to be pizza at at, uh, at her place. Yeah, and then they sleep together. Of course. And, um, I mean, the movie is only ninety minutes. We gotta we gotta move. You know, we can't like waste time yeah. on nuance. No, of course not. They fall in love. <laughs> um, and there's a montage. Yeah, there's a montage of them dating and being in love yeah. and stuff. And the love <laughs> theme to Flashdance plays. That's the name of the song. Love theme to Flashdance. Love theme to Flashdance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is an instrumental uh, synthesizer number. Ooh, that I very 80s. loved as a kid, and I still like it now. Um, even though, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you learned. Nope, I've never learned my <laughs> lesson. With the music, it still holds its spell over me. Oh, so you you, you haven't learned to play it though? Oh no, I wish. <laughs> I should. It can't be that hard to play the synthesizer. Synthesizer. Yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure you have one as well. You're very musical. That's right. I'm super musical. <laughs> it's two guitars behind you i can oh, yeah. see i can't really play either of those well but i i'm good at owning musical instruments so <laughs> although the first time i i remember the first time i saw you was on uh chris gethard show and you were like doing some kind of like bad you bought like a trumpet a or french you, like, horn it french horn yes and it was one of the funniest things i've seen yes i played something <laughs> the clowns um i'm bad yeah. at the french horn too <laughs> uh, um but yeah like um Johnny, Johnny uh, C. T- yeah, Johnny C. Is there two Johnnies, or you just want to like? I just like that his Johnny last C. Name is C. <laughs> I just like that that's his name. That's always the bad guys. Like always got like a an initial for their last yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> so Johnny C. Tips. Uh, Sunny. Sunny. A hundred dollars. Yeah. Because uh, he's like trying to woo he her. Felt, yeah, and it's like basically almost almost as though he's like paying her off for for beating up his her boyfriend as yeah. well mm-hmm. um and she takes the money she takes the money and she like gets wooed by him um and then there's a then there's the like strobe lighting dance and i wrote down at this point is this the flash dance of the title because <laughs> up until this point what is flash dance oh yeah i don't know what flash dance means <laughs> i think like i don't know <laughs> i yeah it's never defined i don't know so I was like, is is the strobe lighting dance the flash dance that you're talking it about? Seems like it could be. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> but um that's a really good sequence. I really enjoyed that sequence. Uh yeah. although it's 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 tough to watch because it's so 
Uh, epileptic should not watch yeah. it. It's like legit yeah. strobe light crazy. But um, I loved it. <laughs> and there's no kid. warning for it either. <laughs> MTV was like brand new when this movie came out. MTV was like a year old or something. Oh. And so like there were no music videos. So mm. just like using strobe light and like cameras zooming in and out and like fast cuts <laughs> were like, it felt young and cool. Yeah. It, it does not look that quick now to our modern eyes. But Flashdance, when it came out, a lot of people were like, so many cuts. <laughs> it moves so fast. I mean, now it looks kind of glacial, but like at the well, time, that's the other it thing. Like it got radical. like editing nominations, didn't it? Yes, because uh, it was sort of a new approach in in big budget mm. movies. Because I watch it now, and I'm like, yeah, editing's fine. It's nothing special. Well, it outside, seem I, special. the editing is for the music, the the dance performances. I think, like yeah. outside of that, it's it's pretty straightforward editing. Yeah. Um. um yeah. But yeah, so Alex goes to the ballet. Again, and we she see her to, like, at the watch. ballet and with her mm. mentor, Hannah, with the mentor, Hannah. Yeah. And, and see how much she's filled up with it and how much she loves it. Mm. But then she sees uh, her boyfriend with another woman at the ballet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she immediately bikes to his house and throws up, throws the one rock on the ground through his window. Yeah. Well placed like, art directed like, rock yeah. <laughs> shining in the streetlight. She just picks it up and hurls it one perfect throw through his window. Yeah. And he's got a mansion. He's got a huge place. Yeah. Um, so he obviously lives in a very good area of this. Like, right. She's in the poor area. He's in the rich area. Yeah. Um, bikes back to her house and her radiator's broken. Right. <laughs> and by contrast. it's like, Yeah. And then uh, Richie shows up and tells her he's leaving for LA. <laughs> and, and she's like, move, yeah. And then she's But like, also, he's well, leaving Sonny behind. He's got this devoted yeah. girlfriend that he's abandoning. Yeah. They have like no connection, these two, like the, the relationship. Like, there's like no connection with this, with their relationship. Yeah. Uh, Sonny and. Uh, Sonny and Richie, um, but and they, but the weird thing is, like, they, she goes to him. Oh, what will Sonny? Uh, how will Sonny feel? And she's like, he's like, she'll understand. And she's like, and then uh, she goes, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> just like gives right, him a right, hug right. and like, <laughs> yeah, take care. Yeah, don't try to talk him out of it. Just like, oh, I guess that's that. <laughs> he goes to L.A. Yeah, and then two minutes later, he's back. <laughs> he's back very soon. Like, there's like two sequences, and he's back from L.A. I'm like, wow, that was cool. I guess <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. I mean, Given that's probably the way of his work. comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he definitely do- he he says to her like, "Oh, I got offered a job, but it's like a um, what kind of job? It's like some kind of like uh, a waiter, waiter, yeah, a waiter job." And he's like, "I I can't be a waiter. I'm a chef or something." That's his cook. joke, right? Yeah. He's pretending to be insulted at being offered a waiter because he's a cook, which is the job he hated back in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in 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 the middle of that, um, Nick Nick and Alex argue in front of everyone at the steel mill and um make up she, she's yeah they make up immediately because he's like no that's my ex-wife i have to take her out once a year to this place <laughs> yeah um, men never do anything wrong that, uh, yeah never does anything wrong uh, the older men they they're rich and the lesson is just do what these guys say alice yeah. they're, just, they're yeah. just trying to help you He's being considerate. He's taking out his ex-wife once a year. What's wrong with that? There's nothing <laughs> suspicious about that at all. <laughs> um, and then they go to eat at a fancy restaurant and she's like sucking down lobster, I guess. I don't yeah. know. She's like playing it with it seductively and eating she it. She very sexily um, eats a bunch of lobster. His ex-wife walks up to try to like intimidate Alex. And then she takes mm. off her blazer and instead of a... She looks like she's wearing a tuxedo with a dress shirt. But when she takes off yeah. the coat... It's just like the front bib of a dress shirt, and otherwise she's topless in the restaurant. Yeah, it's like the most eighties looking outfit. 
You can imagine as well. That was like another iconic scene. It was like the sex- sexy scene where she's like basically topless in a French restaurant. Mm, and she's like rubbing him with her foot as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dad fantasies um, galore. Yeah. Um, while, his, while his ex-wife watches. <laughs> yeah. And he's done nothing wrong. He's a really nice guy. His super hot ex-wife, his super hot 18-year-old girlfriend. He's the good guy. Um, yeah. They get... Uh, the ex-wife gets intim- like gets starts making like sly comments and then uh, Alex is like, oh, well, I, f- I fucked his brains out. <laughs> yeah. The ex-wife is sort of trying to say like, oh, I've heard a lot about you. You're just like a pretty little yeah. thing. You're nothing but a trophy to him. And then he's like, yeah, I fucked his brains out. She like <laughs> owns the fact that they have a sexual relationship, which I remember being yeah. like a big moment in the movie, like a big laugh. Ah. But there's a thing they set up in the, at the beginning of the movie where she goes and makes, makes a confession. And she oh, says, right. like, she says, oh, I've been thinking about sex. And she's, like, really embarrassed, ashamed of it. So yes. to, like, have that later on, it shows, like, she's kind of, like, moving to... She's kind of uh, growing up, essentially, I think. She's learning to embrace what... that fucking an older dude is a sign of freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she's growing up. Stop feeling ashamed of sex. What you should be doing is going to fuck older dudes who follow you home <laughs> and have money. Even if they're still seeing their ex-wives now and then. Yeah. <laughs> But um, if Nick in the Nick's found out when when she went to the audition, uh, he found out what she wanted, and she like called he called in a favor to the place because he has he happens to have a, a connection there um, to, to give her an audition, even though she yeah, has no qualifications. Yeah, and so and she gets the audition papers. Well, she gets the audition papers initially, and she doesn't. And she's super and she happy. She's yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't realize that he's got them. But then he like they're going to celebrate in the car, and he's like, oh, I um, I called I the call reservations last night. Yeah, and that's yeah. Yeah, and, and because then he, he says he made the reservation the night before, she knows, oh, you arranged this and she's mad. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets out, she, she like immediately gets out the car on, under the, on like the highway or whatever it is. And they like in the tunnel and she like, <laughs> and they basically cause like a huge commotion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, young well, girls like, nobody are crazy. Seems to, young girls are crazy. Nobody seems to care. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> None cool of them about seem to care. That's what's cool about young girls. They'll go to French restaurants topless, but they're also going to get out of the car on the highway. That's like what's... You got to appreciate both sides. That's how you know this character has depth. Yeah, yeah. She dances around in wet t-shirts on stage, but it's a good place. Mm. And she'll fuck your brains out, but she still goes to confession. And she's got personality because she'll throw a tantrum and get out of your car in the middle of a highway. Yeah. Um, But... uh then they, they, I guess they do like a time jump because it's, they cut to Halloween and that's when Richie's back. Yeah. And she's um, quit dancing at, at uh, Mobby's. She's not dancing there anymore. She's quit dancing yeah. totally. And what you find out is also that uh, um, Sonny's uh, quit as well. And she's working at the bad guy strip club and dating yeah, the bad guy. She's dating Johnny. Johnny C. Yeah. He had worked <laughs> and, his $100 um, tip. <laughs> he, got, he got the girl. Because <laughs> it shows how much money she could be making. Yep, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Richie's like upset, but doesn't seem that bothered by it as well. So I like, I don't know. He's already kind of past it. <laughs> at that point. Yeah, he seems only mildly upset that his girlfriend has dated his main rival who broke his nose and is dancing in a strip club. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's more. He's probably more upset that he had to come back from LA and like give up his dream of being yeah. a stand up. <laughs> um. um but then, like, Alex gets her letter for the audition, and um, 
she tells Hannah. Uh, she tells wants Hannah, to tell she goes Hannah. To, yeah, she goes to tell Hannah about it, and Hannah's. But Hannah has died. Hannah's died, and yeah. <laughs> she goes like, Hannah's got a really nice house, and she's like trying to find every room, and then she eventually finds someone who says, "Oh no, she died last night," in like the calmest way. Yeah, <laughs> but no, sorry, she died last night. She died, <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's no. Yeah, <laughs> they don't give any context for it. It's just she died. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, and then she runs. She like bikes away upset um but that convinces her to do the audition like life is short yeah yeah so uh and then she finds out that sunny's uh working at the strip club now and drags her out of there saves her saves her from her life of sin yeah (laughs) come back to the good sexy dancing place not the bad sexy dancing place Mm. and of course it's raining while she drags her out Mm -hmm. Uh, very dramatic pretty much topless barely covered barely covered yeah uh, she drops all her money in the water. It's dirty uh, money. It's dirty money yeah. she got from doing sexy dancing in the bad place. She doesn't need yeah. that money. <laughs> Only look that she's gonna. We're all gonna be sexy dancers one way or the other. But yeah, we're either gonna we're do all, it at a together. strip club, or the nice guy bar, or a ballet school. But we're doing yeah. sexy dancing one way or another. Yeah, that's they're living their dreams. They're yeah. all living their dreams somehow. <laughs> they can't give it up. Um, <laughs> But Nick's go, Nick goes to Alex's, they fight, and he's like, um, he tells her, if you give up on your dreams, you die. Right, that's the <laughs> theme of the movie. <laughs> if you give up on your dreams, which, it's like, it's not a bad, it's not necessarily a bad thing that he's saying, it's just, the, it's, he's saying it in a bad way. He's not yeah. saying it in a correct way. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not the most well-worded phrase. <laughs> and then she agrees with him, right? And she goes and does yeah. the audition. Yeah. <laughs> and she... <laughs> Um, who's I've, I've written down that uh, Tina tells her about her past. I don't remember who Tina is now. Oh yeah, Tina is the older dancer at the Good Guy Club. Yes, she goes back He's to Mobby's for some reason, mm. and it's like, oh, what are you doing here? I thought you left. And she basically says that she used to have a dream, and her and basically she used to really care <laughs> and try to do good dances at Mobby's. <laughs> But now she doesn't do good dances at Mobby's. She gave up on her dreams also. All around Alex are people who did not follow their dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I actually like, yeah, now I remind of that scene. I actually like that scene because it, it's very, it's very That's like That's what's weird older... about this movie. Yeah, there'll be like mm. these moments of like really nice acting and like really kind of mm. good dialogue and like kind of moving sequences. Yeah. It's like, it kind of <laughs> surprises you. It's like, well, where'd this yeah. come from? <laughs> it's it's nice because it comes, It it's like very true to life as well i feel like that 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 whole thing of like oh there's that you always find that older person that's kind of been involved sort of in the scene but like does something slightly different to it but mm-hmm. has kind of given up on it and they're trying to mentor people now or they're just like just getting on with their lives and i think that's really nice to see that and to see uh alex kind of take that on and take that into oh i can't give up my dreams now i have to keep, i have to pursue it yeah um and then she goes to confess just to like clear herself of any sin before she goes to audition. Right, no sinning. You got to get rid of all the sex, the bad sexiness, so you can only have good sexiness. Yeah, and she goes to audition, and this is the famous scene of her in that giant, uh, very stuff. It's it's stuff a stuffy room because of like everyone smoking so many cigars, and, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like really uptight. Very it feels stodgy like, tweed yeah. jackets and yeah. sticks up their asses. Hmm. And she blows him away with her breakdancing and diving through the air and sexy Well, the first moves. time, she, the first time she slips and she's like, can I start again? Oh, right. Which there's, there's no way they would allow that at that place. 
But I guess she's trying to learn a lesson from her friend who fell on the ice and wouldn't get up. That's I, I didn't even put that together. She's like, yeah. I'm not I'm gonna get up. Like I'm not gonna give up once I fall. That's a yeah, that's it's a like she's learning good all point. the lessons of everybody. Yeah. And uh so they've got like but what I found funny was each one of them had their own their own like little uh personality tick that they had like so one of them had like the cigar, one of them had like a was like trying to grab a cigarette, one of them was blowing his nose constantly. Yeah. They all had one different individual thing just to yeah. differentiate each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then they all like look up one at a time, like shocked by her and really start getting into it. Yeah. And <laughs> the um she dives into a breakdance, which was like <laughs> Yeah. That was that was really good. I like that. I love that sequence. I think it's great. It's, it's three really, it's three it's, different dancers. Three different dances. Mm-hmm. Three really? different people did the dancing in that. Oh, Four, if you count cool. Jennifer Beals. Yeah, like she's obviously just like any. One person like, did the breakdancing moves. Right. One person did the dive through the air into the yeah, somersault. That makes sense. And then somebody else did most of the other dancing. And then that for makes the close-up sense, shots, yeah. it's Jennifer Beals. So did Jennifer? Was Jennifer Beals not able to do any of the dancing really? Then for the most part, not really. Oh, I mean, I think she could. I thought but... they hired her for the re- for that reason. No. Oh. There was a French woman who did like 90% of the dancing. That's interesting. I'm, I'm sure there are some shots where it's Jennifer. I'm sure she was a, yeah. a fine dancer, but she wasn't like at this intensely perfect level that they needed for all no, these like crazy not. artistic moves. No, I, I always assumed like the most the, the most tricky parts of the dancing were other people, but I just didn't. I thought they hired her because she was a dancer and able to do these things. I don't think so. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, she just she runs out the building, um. And Nick's standing at his car with a, a, a like a bouquet of roses. He hands he hands them to her. She like takes one out and hands it back. And there's a freeze frame, and it ends. Yep. And that's the end of the movie. She's 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 got style. She'll take your roses, but she's gonna give you one back. Yeah, you get one. You yeah, you get yeah. one for helping out. Yeah. And the moral um, is she should have slept with this guy right away and just let him do whatever he wanted and her, no. life, her life got better. That's so the what you assume from this, from what you assume from the ending is like, she got in, they stay together forever, they have the yeah. perfect relationship, she goes on to become a ballet dancer. That's what you're going to assume. That's right. She's going to get her dream. <laughs> she gets her dream, he gets his dream. Yeah. Uh, she'll bring Sonny along eventually. Uh, <laughs> Hire her to be uh, her like a secretary yeah. and give her orders. <laughs> Uh, the other guy can go and be a stand up at at the place somehow. <laughs> he'll open, yeah. He'll be the MC at Marby's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'll definitely. That's that's the height of his career being an MC there. Like yeah. that's gonna. That's all he'll end up doing. Yep. You know that. Maybe he'll buy <laughs> Marby's someday. <laughs> he'll save out from his uh, from being a cook there. Um, but yeah, what I like about it is that it's i like the working class themes of like pursuing your dreams and like really going for them i i i like that that part of it um it's interesting that you like the dancing and the music so much i like the music i don't think the dancing holds up mm-hmm. as well uh, yeah again i might be just sentimental attachment you know just i just remember being thrilled by those sequences when i was younger so that might still mm. be holding sway over me i don't think any of the so I like the dancing from her in in Morbies. I don't like any of the other dancers in there. I don't think they're like interesting. Like figure skating, or the other dancers. The other dancers in the in Morbies. I don't I think see. they're. I don't think you they're don't like great. Manhunt. <laughs> no. We're going on a man. <laughs> that song is insane. <laughs> that song is not good. 
um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. But I guess like what, so what is it that you, uh, you can't, you've touched on it a lot throughout, but like, what is it that you love about the movie itself? Okay. Well, I do like the dance sequences. I think all like the music video parts are fun and, and they're very dated, but I still think they're fun and cool. And I do think there are these like a pretty fairly high number of like human moments that get snuck mm. in. There's one fight that Nick and Alex have where there's a woman at the food truck who's just like watching them yell at each other. Yes. And like when she's like, why don't you go to your ex-wife and do uh, You got to do this and go fuck some blonde. And then it cuts to the food truck woman just like making a face like, whoa, look at this. I think that's like <laughs> legit funny. Um when they later make up, I think it's even later in that same sequence, when they make up at the end of that fight, all the other guys at the stew mill are having lunch. They all applaud. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Kind of sweet. <laughs> the, um, when Sonny's doing figure skating, her dad and mom are watching in the stands. And mm. the dad goes, when she, she starts off, great. And the dad goes, whoa. And then he says to his wife, there's you 20 years ago. Look at that. And it's kind mm. of this sweet little moment where he's reminiscing. There's like, yeah. there's like, there's a fair number of these like legit nice human things yeah, that counteract really a lot of the kind of boorish stuff. Mm. So I think that's why the movie worked. The video, the music videos, these little human moments. And even though the story is dumb, it's a formula that people like the yeah. poor kid gets the confidence to believe in her dreams and gets them. Mm. You know, it's a it's, very common formula, but it's, it's like also Rocky. like, yeah, but it's also like back then it wasn't, an old formula necessarily. It was kind of a newer sort no, of. Flash like, Rocky, was one of the ones that cemented it. Yeah, Rocky, like like you say, Rocky, but that's only a few years prior. Well, Rocky was seventy five. This is eighty three, um, but there weren't a lot of movies that like would successfully pull it off to become like the iconic. No. Poor kid makes it big, mm. uh, and Flashdance was one of them. Especially like including it, like dancing within it as well. That's that's something that's like a new addition that you don't that you didn't get around that time. I feel like. I mean, Dirty Dancing came out. Four years later, I think, or five yeah. at the most. A much better movie, but a similar, like, poor kid who's lost uses dance to, like, find herself. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the most common one that, like, the one from where I would have been around the same age as you were, were for uh, when I saw it for the first time, was uh, Save the Last Dance. Oh, and yeah. And that's, like, a, it's very similar to this. Yes. I think that's a pretty good movie. I saw that. Isn't yeah, it all right? I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it's it. Probably I, I it's probably the same as Flashdance. There's probably a lot of dumb parts, but... Yeah, it's probably a lot of hard. It's not good, but everything yeah. else is in- enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> her Didn't dancing is like stage a... come out around the same time. There's like a number of, and then step up. Oh, I don't out. even know what that is. I don't even know what center there's stage this is. Other like kid, you know, right? Female protagonist finds herself through dance. Yeah, so um, it's been done a lot since then, but I guess. But like, yeah, this is one of the originals, and it, it it does it. I think it does it well. I think it does the whole film. I think it's a good film. I don't think it's a bad film. Save the Last Dance or Flashdance? Oh, Flashdance. Yeah. I think there's more good than bad. Yeah. And a lot of it is the look. Like, I think the director, does a lot, it looks mm. good. And, and even though things like, oh, his, he's twice her age, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> like, it, you, you are not hit over the head with that. Because later he would direct Lolita, you know. He did a movie version yeah, of, the, that's of true. Lolita, which is about a literal child molester yeah. and his victim. Yeah. Uh, and so... He was criticized then because he made a really sexy Lolita, like a really sexy fourteen-year-old. Mm. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen it, and I've heard that like no, some people say it actually is a well-made movie. So like, 
And he did Nine and a Half Weeks, was like a really like sexual movie with Kim Basinger mm. and Mickey Rourke. He did Fatal Attraction. We're like, you know, he's like into like, he's into that style, like, uh, forbidden sex as perceived yeah. by these suburbs. Yeah, and um, it's like a voyeuristic. Uh, yeah, like ver- this is, this is how the nasty almost. people live. Yeah. Um, compared to all those, Flashdance is quite tame. <laughs> it's very tame. Even like, like you said, it's. But it is tame now, like, watching it. It's a tame movie for yeah. for an R rating as well. It's barely an R rating. Like, there's a couple of swear words in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you, you see like, you see breasts briefly, but, like, very, very, very briefly. Yeah. If you take those two things out of it, it's not an R rating. It's like a PG. That's right, yeah. If she doesn't say, I fuck his brains out, and we yeah. just don't show the breasts in the strip club, probably could have been PG, yeah. th- probably could have been PG or PG-13 yeah. or whatever. mm they didn't have PG-13 uh, at that time, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It but, definitely um, would have been PG then. Uh, it's probably... It's, yeah, it's very I think it's all right. I mean, I, I... And also, it's short. It's 90 minutes. Like, this movie yeah, it's is very over short. fast, so... Yeah, it yeah, really gets to the point. That's not a bad thing. Like, I think... <laughs> These movies I, I, don't need to be that long. If you're willing to see... If you're willing to laugh at how chauvinistic this movie is, <laughs> just enjoy the music... And enjoy these, like, nice little side characters who are really quite nice. This is a, this is a fun movie. <laughs> great I, yeah uh do you have anything else you want to say about it oh like, actually i, I want to like oh. i like the song maniac maniac yeah that's a great song yeah <laughs> i really enjoy that sequence actually yeah that's good but so there's one thing there, there is one thing where i noticed where every time she dances except for the ending every time she dances there's some kind of like water sequence involved in it oh is that like, right so she's like really sweating in that one. It's like this water spraying everywhere while she's oh, t- yeah. doing that. In Mania. So like, yeah. So like every time you see it, until the last one, you don't really see, you don't see like any kind of water in that. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just strange. I wish she pulled the rope in the middle of the audition one and somehow <laughs> yeah. she'd had a bucket of water ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I never really that. thought about it until, until the end again. I was like, oh yeah, she obviously this Where's is not happening water? again. That's <laughs> the one lesson she forgot to take with her. <laughs> okay so let's move on to the, the final segment which is okay. um just a brief segment that's i want to know a well-reviewed movie that you don't think is a good movie okay um i wasn't ready for this you probably warned me and i forgot to think of it yeah it's in the email <laughs> but it's um, fine though give me a second and i will yeah, I yeah will, i will tell you one okay um i got one um uh dunkirk by christopher nolan Ooh. Uh, very well regarded movie and I just think it's boring um, I couldn't tell any of the characters apart so I didn't really know what was going on mm. and I mean it's obviously a super well made movie and Nolan is an excellent film director <laughs> and people really love this movie but, um, but just my own personal experience of it I found myself bored and I think it's because I couldn't tell the people apart and also yeah. I do get tired of movies that are like this is just an intellectual problem. It's not fair maybe for me to blame mm. the movie for this, but like uh, if a film is both glorifying war, but also saying how horrible it is, mm. it feels like cheating. Yeah. So it's kind of like, look how glorious these young boys are who gave their lives, but yeah. it isn't war horrible. And I'm kind of like in a, in a way that's unfair to say this movie's part of the problem. You are glorifying. Yeah. The sacrifice. And I know you mean well, but 
I think the net effect is bad and just makes people wave their flags a little harder, and that's bad for everybody. But I know that's not totally fair to hold Dunkirk responsible <laughs> for that. But I was thinking while I was watching it, I was like, I'm sick of these war movies. Who's this? Who's this mm. guy? What's going on? I hate this. And then I read all the reviews, and it's like, what a masterpiece. And I was like, masterpiece? Uh, I'll never watch that movie again. I, I actually agree with you. I didn't enjoy it as well <laughs> like I, yeah. I, for the same reasons. Um, did you see 1917? I did. Do you think that's any better? Yes. I mean, that movie is a thrill. Like, it was completely yeah. thrilling to watch. Um, I think it does not glorify war. These two kids are stuck in a situation they yeah. don't want to be, and they're just trying to, like, save other. I don't know. It's, it felt different to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it felt much more individual and personal, and it mm. was. I don't think it was trying to make a statement about World War One in general or even war in general. It's mm. just like... It's about the, these two kids and how they respond to an insanely high-stakes situation. Yeah. And then the actual just, like, energy of the chase sequences, the movie, is yeah. exciting. So I, I love 1917. But I, think, I, th- I don't think it's, like, a grand statement. I think it's no. just a, an awesome thrill. Mm. That's I think I the two that actually do it best are um, Apocalypse Now and Full Metal Jacket. I think they're the two that kind of yeah. show... You walk out Sorry of that what not really liking is. war. You're like, yeah. war is insane, and why do we do it? And so that yeah. feels... I like that message better, at least. Yeah, I completely um, agree. Yeah, I don't think you have to agree with a movie to respect it, so that is... A, I'm, I don't necessarily... You just don't enjoy it. Yeah, or, you just might yeah. not enjoy it, and so... Yeah. That's um, fair, yeah. Yeah. But that's all this is. This is just like, well, look, the critics think one thing, we think another thing, so just yeah. compare it, just see what... <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, okay, well, this was... Great, you gave a very great answer for Flashdance, and you like summed it up why it's actually decent movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any plug? Anything you want to plug, or how can we find you online? Can I plug a series of things? Go for it. I'll to keep it absolutely. Quick. No, no. I have. I have. I have. I'll do it quickly. I'm just saying. I have a podcast uh, called "I Will Write Your Book." I will write your book, and it's improvised, and I play a guy who writes books for other people. And the podcast is me meeting with the people who want books written, and they're all insane characters that my comedian friends play. <laughs> and so I think that's a fun podcast. So I would is that a new that podcast? Out. It's pretty new. Yeah, just just past. I was going to say because I've seen like some of your other. Po- I've heard some of your other podcasts. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, I will write your book. It's new. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that one out definitely. Um, and um, yeah, there was just an episode with Jason Manzukis that I think is incredibly funny. Oh, nice. And I think people really like it. And then the other thing I'm going to plug is a really boring thing, but my friend and I made a band and we released an album and I would like to plug that album. And the band is called Wayne and Rodney, even though the members are Will and Joel. (laughs) And we have an album and it's called Turn It Up. And it's like on Spotify and Apple Music. And it's just, they're just songs. They're not comedy songs. It's just two guys having a very sweet midlife crisis where they just decide they want to be in a band and they make an album and it's me and my friend and he's quite <laughs> musical and I have hubris and so we made an album and nice. it kind of sounds like um, they might be giants meets REM I think oh that's cool um, uh, but yeah, I'm not, as, but that not as, well. as good as either of those bands but that's Whoa, that's you don't know that. like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know that but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so I will write your book, the podcast, and turn it up, the album by me and my friend. Nice. Well, everyone go and check those out, please. Uh, do you have any, uh, how can we find you online as well? 
Oh, my Twitter account, W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. And so I have easy. an Instagram <laughs> account. Yes. And I have an Instagram account, Willie B. Hines, W-I-L-L-I-E-B-H-I-N-E-S. Those are that that's where my public life is demonstrated. Could you not get Will Hines on Instagram or you wanted to just go different? I couldn't get it. Uh, I I'm the same I couldn't get Yanis Cove on Twitter somehow. <laughs> Surprised. I know it's it's some like old Greek man that took it. Ah, my, my sympathies. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thanks so much for coming on will uh you're welcome yanis thanks for having me that's the end of the podcast you can find me on twitter with the username at ycove or at yanis cove on instagram please remember to rate and review us on itunes if you enjoyed this so i can end up making more and i'll see you next week for more movies that critics got wrong